Welcome to Heart Home Community's most recent Baldwinsville Community Update. I'm your host, Shelly Hoffman. Hey, Mayor, how are you doing today? I'm doing just fine, Shelly. How are you? I'm doing really well. Did you have a nice 4th of July? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little cookout with the sisters and just very small, but it was nice to get together and just, we always just laugh. And so it was nice. How about you? You had a, you had a good weekend from what I could see on Facebook. I did. I did. I had a house full. I had about maybe 15 or so people staying at my house uh, over the weekend, which the house is big enough. I mean, they we weren't tripping all over each other. But if you go past my house now, my cousin's daughter who's living with me has a dog, Max, who's like a little horse living with us. And he is the sweetest thing. So um, so I do have a new dog at my house for people that walk past. You got my obnoxious little Spencer running around out there and <laughs> now I have like a little mini horse. So, um, but we had a great weekend. And, um, and how can you not laugh with your sisters when one of your sisters happened to be Cindy Clark for crying out loud? She makes me laugh every time I see her. <laughs> yeah, she, she's, she's something that's for sure. <laughs> so what's been happening since last we spoke? Um, things are, you know, obviously things have calmed down in the areas that got us started in this venture to begin with. Um, um, we had our first in in-house meeting last week of the village okay. board and we got there we, we still are kind of spread out and um adhering to some safety standards but uh i, I think uh, i have to go to the dentist today and they told me that they're they still wear the gowns and the double masks and and i thought i felt much better going there knowing that you know at least you know, it doesn't mean it's perfect, but it's the best protection when you have to do when you have a broken tooth, you have to get something done with it. You know, you can't say, let's wait till spring. <laughs> you won't have any tooth left at all by that point. And uh, so people are still, for the most part, you know, taking care to not just be crazy, but, you know, as far as businesses and stuff, I think. But uh, I was at Beville Supply uh, picking up something yesterday. They they work very good with me. I call, order, pay on the phone. When I get down, they come out, put it in the back of the vehicle. Um, I talked to the boss, you know, the, the guy that owns the place. And uh, oh, I thought you were talking about Linda. Sorry, <laughs> when you said I talked to the boss. <laughs> well, it all depends on where I am. Uh, <laughs> so I said to him, "How's business?" He said, "Really good." He said, "I got to be honest with you. Last year was the best year we have ever had." during the COVID. So I thought, wow, it just shows you, you know, how life changed a little bit for people. Uh, they really focused on their yards, their homes, uh, making things look nice. I'm sure some people who never planted tomato plants, put a few in the ground just to see, because I'm going to be home all summer anyways. Let's see what can happen. Um, and he said, you know, it was amazing. And I said, well, our community did a pretty good job of supporting the local people too. I know, you know, when I talked to uh, Jeff Rogers, or if I talk to Sal, um, Jimmy Delia, they all are very grateful for the way the community responded. And and looks like when you drive by, when they're, you know, like on a Friday at 5.30, all the tables are full outside the garlic, and Absolutely. you can see it full inside Pizza Man, and Sal's parking lot is packed, and, and people are doing well, and uh, so glad that everybody was able to get through it. And we're now talking about funner things, so to speak. Yes. Um, we are still looking for somebody to sponsor fireworks for the 
Rotary uh, Seneca River Days in August. So if anybody out there is so inclined, uh, it'd be a great way to be a hero to the local people, to have your name on the fireworks. Um, I've talked to Lauren at at the uh, chamber and asked her when she, if she could send out something in an email when she sends it to all the businesses, somebody who we would least expect might think that would be a nice thing to do. So we're hoping uh, we'd like to have some fireworks and uh, we are short right now videographers for pack B. Um, I don't know if you saw our meeting last week, but we, I took my, this laptop and I turned and I just kept turning and facing whoever was speaking and tried to get them on camera. Um, it worked, wasn't perfect, um, but people could see who was there. Um, and I'm getting the sense that that may be the wave of the future. Um, so I'm hoping that somebody out there who would love to, you know, be involved in the community behind the scenes, they don't want their face shown type stuff. They could come down and run a camera. It's pretty simple. They set you up with, with the, uh, you know, the latest in cameras and, and you just kind of turn the camera to whoever's talking and it's pretty nice. And, and it's a nice part of the community to contribute that way. So if anybody's interested, you can get a hold of me and I'll get, get them to the right people. Um, a lot of discussion around the village. People are starting to notice trees dying um, up in Baldwin Hill. Um, somebody said on Chaucer, a lot of the street trees have no leaves on them. Um, most of them are ash trees. Uh, we'll be taking all those ash trees down um, because of the, the uh, emerald borer that kills the trees. And they're hoping that if, if we can get some of the trees, the ones that haven't been infected yet, maybe will survive. Um, if it was just the street trees and those developments, it would be easy. But there's in the parks, there's some of those real big trees. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have to hire somebody to do those. That gets costly. We did get a grant to a $5,000 grant, <clears throat> excuse me, um, from the, the county soil and water conservation district to help us replace trees that would give us enough to buy 30 or so they recommend certain size of the tree you know so they'll survive better and then there's certain types of trees that are better uh, used for that purpose so we find somebody local who has those kind of trees and spend the five thousand dollars to to buy as many as we can and it may be a year or two before we get all the replacements in <clears throat> but that's the goal is to get the ash trees down and then replace them with new other species um, not anything we're excited about we're a tree city usa we have been for 30 years and the last thing we want to do is destroy trees yeah. but and, and you have to take care of them differently too that's another hard part um, because they don't want them just laying around and having those borers get loose and go find other trees so you'll start seeing more and more of the trees coming down uh, in your neighborhoods and in the parks, uh, a lot in community park. Um, not going to be fun. Um, reminding people, um, this is going to be a continual reminder because it's a continual battle, and that is picking up trash, finding one of the 50 receptacles that we have around the village for trash, put your papers in there. And if you didn't throw 
a bag on the ground, but you see it, if you could pick it up and drop it in a bucket, it would, it just helps the whole community look better. Um, we were I will tell you, Mayor, that my cousins who were up from out of state that we had just spoken about, uh, they came from the West Virginia area. They said they just couldn't believe how clean it was. So I know we, you know, obviously you and I see the garbage, but when you're coming in from other places, it really is a clean community that we live in. I think that's why people like us, when we do see a bag or a can or, a, you know, but they were really impressed. I thought I'd pass that along to the community about how well maintained and clean um, the area was. So it's kind of the life I live. You know, I, I think things are look, looking good. And my wife will walk in and go, what a mess. <laughs> yeah. Get the room and look around and geez, it looks pretty good to me. Well, I guess that kind that's of a teenager works. right there. That, that's a teenager comment, sir. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dick Clark, America's oldest teenager. Um, let's see here. What else have we got? Um, we are asking the police to be a little more enforceful when it comes to smoking in parks. Um, it is illegal to smoke in our village parks. Um, we are, we are thinking that that includes our trails because it's part of our park system. Okay. Um, and it also includes drinking. Um, there's no drinking in the parks. Uh, that's, the village has an open container law. You can drink in your yard with an open container, but nowhere else around the village. So um, just a reminder, you know, if you're in the park and you have a can of beer, you may get a tap on the shoulder from one of our law enforcement officers reminding you, you can't do that. Please, no more drinking in the park. Um, you know, are there are there no smoking signs on the trails? Because I don't think no. I mean I'm not a smoker, but I I don't know if I would have thought about that for the trails. You know, that's, that's something we're having to get caught up on. Okay. Um, we we once before were able to use park money to pave trails because we were told that the trails are they connect the parks and that type. So it's part of your park system, but we have not we don't have signage up on the trails. Okay. First of all, because they're long in some cases and you know, to, you know how many signs you would you have to put up but we are getting a little more caught up with that kind of stuff um i felt good yesterday speaking of signs it was coming um west by the library and some i saw a, a young lady getting ready to cross i could see her walking down virginia street and she stepped down so i stopped and i could see the car coming the other way wasn't going to stop until i did and then it kind of looked up and then you could see the person saw her and oh stop so we can teach people by doing the things that are right other people will follow suit so again picking up trash stopping at the crosswalks all that kind of stuff if we do we who live here do the right thing people who are visiting or unaware of our laws will catch on quicker so um today is wellness wednesday on paper mill island that's the yoga class at 4 30. um I did find out, um, so I got a message that the church on the island had 50 people Sunday. Um, that's terrific. Uh, it's mm -hmm. 8 8.30 every Sunday. Uh, it doesn't matter what faith you are, if you want to go out and uh, worship in the fresh air and, and uh, maybe get your, your church commitment in early in the day so you can go do other things. That's a great way to do it. Um, so again, that's 8 to 8.30 on Paper Mill Island. Uh, everybody's welcome. Uh, let's see here. Paper, uh, Canton Woods is going full speed now. Um, 
the numbers are, are picking up slowly. It's taking time for people to realize that it is open. Uh, and again, you will be asked the first time you go whether or not you've had the vaccine. If you have, you're okay without a mask. If you have not had a vaccine or you don't want to tell them whether you have, then you'll have to wear a mask. Um, but uh, I guess they had six tables for pitch the other day, which is pretty cool to be that far back already. Those card players are pretty dedicated. <laughs> uh, Ruth Troy wanted to remind me that on the 15th of July, which is a Thursday, next Thursday, at 2 o'clock is Jerry Kelly concert at the uh, gazebo. Jerry Kelly is one of those older guys who can sing from Sinatra to Paul Simon, I think he can, and everybody in between, a uh, little older style, uh, but he's a real crowd pleaser. People really like him. So it's open to everybody. Uh, it's two o'clock on July 15th at Canton Woods. Um, farmers Market Coupons, contact the center to find out how to get on the distribution list for that. Um, and as Ruth said, they're open eight to four. Um, if you haven't gotten a newsletter, call and, and get one, or you can check the, the village website and the schedule is on the website. Um, and it's good to see the seniors sort of back full speed and uh, doing what they love to do. I did get a, a note yesterday. One of the tr real special treats we have almost every summer is a, a bike tour coming through the village. We've had one that started in Seattle and went all the way to um, Boston, and they stopped here for uh, lunch or dinner. I can't remember, but it was, but it was interesting because there were people from all over the world that would fly in. It was a big fundraiser, and uh, I mean, it, and it cost. I mean, it was it was like going on a cruise as far as the cost. It wasn't you know just ride your bike and be a part of it because they fed them very well at every stop and. Uh, had schools open up to let them sleep in school gymnasiums and uh, they went to restaurants for dinners and things like that. And that was all part of the cost. I mean, I'm guessing it was like $10,000 or something yeah. to, for this yeah. bike tour. But there were people from Denmark, people from Sweden, Japan. Uh, it was very interesting to meet some of them and, and to get their impression of our village. And, and it was nice to hear what they had to say. This one is a the Empire State Ride, which starts in uh, which direction they go. I think they start from the east and end up at Roswell Park, uh, whatever the one is in Buffalo, the Cancer Center. It's a fundraiser for that. And uh, they stop here for uh, a lunch break. So they'll set up and have tables and they have cut up oranges and grapes and things that are kind of recharge the uh, fluids but they also have sandwiches available. They make their own little pizzas. People have pizza for lunch. Uh, you know, it's a, the bathrooms are right there at uh, the park. Uh, people go down by the water and check out the geese and the ducks and, and really enjoy a 45-minute stop because they stop. They come in continually. So the first people come in, put their bikes, come over, get something to drink, some Gatorade, whatever, fruit have a little something else to eat, check with one of the organizers on where they're going for their next stop. And after half hour or so, they're going. And meanwhile, more people are coming in. And if you're at the park, they come down, usually come down Charlotte Street. So you can see them, you know, coming into the, the park area. And 
you know, they wave to each other as they go by, the ones that are leaving to head out. And they follow a beautiful route. They come through uh, the Montezuma uh, re- Reserve and see, you know, you, you would see some animals coming through. Um, they always say this is one of the nicer stops because it's less, uh, the roads that they're on are less traveled with vehicles. Um, and they and not as many hills because there are some areas where the hills are pretty tough. And, and they have a map for the day and it actually shows the elevation. So they know within two miles, you're going to have a, a big drop, but then a hill to go back up on the other side. So now you got to gain some speed and they have stops along the way. People pull up with a van that are in the group and have water and Gatorade and, and band-aids and, and they have people mechanics to fix the bikes in case somebody gets a flat tire, that type of thing. So it's a real nice deal. Um, so when is that mayor? Pardon me? When is that? What's the date? That is Thursday, the 29th of July, the last okay. Thursday of the month. People, people from the village are more than welcome to come down. They love to talk to people who live here because they want to know, you know, what makes this area tick. Um, and some of them talk about coming back after the, after the ride, you know, I'm going to bring my family back and have lunch here someday and, and take a real good look at the village. Cause you really don't get to see much of it yeah. when you're traveling like this. Um, I know that the chief always comes down because the chief is a, a, a cyclist and, uh, enjoys looking at the equipment they have and that type of stuff. And I, I've always encouraged Bruce Stebbins. Bruce, oh, he's a biker. Yep. Bruce, big bike right here. You talk to him. Well, I just did 65 miles today. Can't move. <laughs> Body hurts. You're talking about going 70 miles tomorrow. Um, and they, where Bruce goes is always over towards Skinny Atlas, Marcellus, Otisco. So a lot of hills, uh, real country roads. Uh, Got to be beautiful rides because that's beautiful country. Um, so. If anybody wants to, again, that's the 29th of July, a Thursday. I can't tell you the time, but it's usually lunchtime, and we might know a little more when we get closer. But I would say if anybody's, you know, if you're retired, come on down, park around 11, and probably by 1 o'clock, most of them have come in and are heading back out. So you get to see the bikes. If you want, you can visit with people, uh, and they'll probably ask you. They let them point towards Paper Mill. I don't want to know what that is. Um, how old is Baldensville? What river is this? Uh, where does the river go? I mean, it's the same. a lot of the same questions every year because it's different people. And, but this is a fundraiser to fight cancer. So it's yes. a good good cause. And uh, the more the merrier. Uh, and I'm trying to think if I have anything else. Meeting so while you're thinking, I was going to mention um, I had gone to a rune cutting. I didn't, didn't know if you saw that there was a... Uh, a business in town called the uh, Cage Fish Escape Room. And I wasn't really sure what that was, you know, based on the name Cage Fish Escape Room. So there's escape rooms like Destiny has five wicks, things like that. But um, but the owner, Dominic, it's all, it's mysteries of Baldwinsville. So you go into the room where the painting cafe used to be in the Titcomb building. Mm-hmm. And he has a room back there where you kind of solve a mystery of Baldwinsville. So any history buffs that are in here, um, might be something that you want to check out. He's been, even though we did the ribbon cutting, he's actually been open for a little bit. And there are some people there that have have already gone through. I think the one that he was running, I don't know if he still is, but it was the, um, the there was a murder on Marble Street years in, it, you know, in our history books, I guess, basically of Beville. But, um, but I did a walkthrough. I did not solve the mystery. 
but I kind of took a peek in the room and it was pretty cool. I got a, you know, something different here in the village. So um, if you have not um, looked into it, he has a Facebook page. I'm pretty sure he has Instagram. He's kind is of this one of where you get locked in the room and you can't get out until you solve the mystery. Yeah, which is my fear of going in because I'm not the best mystery. I mean, I think there is a time limit. So eventually he will come in and save you. <laughs> but if you can't find me, Mayor, that's probably where I am. I'm trying okay, to get out. I'll, I'll send the police over there looking for you. Oh, my goodness. I'll never hear the end of it if you have to send any of uh, Chief Lepinchek's guys to go get me. <laughs> I, hope it, I mean, I, I hope it works because one of the things that you hope for is that, you know, like people will say, oh, I see they're fixing this building up. Must be it's either going to be a pizza joint or an insurance company. You know, I mean, or a real estate brokerage. Let's be honest. If you look at the strip down there underneath the clock between Sammy's, there's there's three real estate companies. I've I've heard that quite a bit lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so people will get funny about you know what that's just what we need is another pizza place. There was a story a while back that's I think in the Messenger about all the the number of pizza places and every one of them thrives. So that tells oh, you yeah. about yeah. our people. Well, I am. Um, the other thing that's happening is I mentioned that he's where Johnny Lynn's painting cafe used to be. She's actually moved. She's having a ribbon cutting on uh, Friday for her new location with some ice cream socials and a little takeaway art craft thing. And that's at one o'clock on Friday. She's next to, you know, where Seneca Savings is, obviously. Mm -hmm. Then you have that, that hair place. And then there's a little back door, alley door that she's brightened up a little bit and go through there. Or if you go behind Seneca savings where that parking lot is, um, there's a row of businesses and, and um, I think apartments back there. And it says the painting cafe, but she's doing her ruin cutting on one o'clock on Friday with some ice, so ice cream art. How can you go wrong with those two things put together? Right. And my, <laughs> you know, my wife has had contact with her because my wife has started doing yes. something and uh, just checking to see what kind of stuff she's doing. My, my wife likes to do what they call the whimsical painting, mm -hmm. which means we're not adhering to a perfect shape of something. We're just doing something that looked like if you do flowers and maybe they're a little bigger than they normally would be, who cares? Because it's we're not trying to be perfect. Yeah. And she really and, enjoys that kind of painting. And she's she's getting really good at it. Everything yeah. I do is whimsical painting, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> See, I used to get in trouble with art because I was too precise. I, I wanted to draw with a pencil and they wanted you to draw with like a like charcoal or something because you had to be bigger. And I would draw faces, you know, in the eyes and the nose. And they'd say, that's nice. We want you to, I said, but I don't want to draw something that doesn't look like who I'm drawing, you know? Yeah. So I have a hard time. I don't have that art sense. No, um, no. My, my daughter is actually helping her with the art camps this week. So Allie would be down there and she loves drawing and she's you know, she's probably right there with Linda and right there with Johnny Lynn as far as how she she does things. But um, but when you when you have talent like my daughter and those ladies, it's really awesome. I, I've seen Linda's uh, post on um, social media. She's gotten and that was something she just picked up through COVID. Right. It wasn't something she was doing before. Right. Yeah, no, she had never done that before. And uh, um, she always wanted to paint. And uh, I, I think she found it on Facebook or something, and she's found several instructors, and they're all they're all different. Yeah, and some of them are very much. I'm showing you what I think, but you do what you want, and she does that. I mean, she uses them for a guide, 
Right. But sometimes she makes it more yellow than they do, or she puts a little more of an outline on something than they they do. And I like I got to be honest, I like what she comes up with better than what they have most of the time. And she's she sold a couple of them. I know, I know. She's she's, she's doing really really well. Tickle. I mean, she thought she was doing this to just have fun and express herself, and to to think that other people kind of enjoy it that makes her feel good. I do want to remind people of one thing. We we did have a, a uh, public session the other day with the county executive to announce the second round of Main Street grants. Yes. Oh, I was supposed to ask you that. Bob Wicks had brought it up and he said for people to reach out to you in the town of Lysander because you probably have more information. So thank you for uh, for bringing that up today. Yeah. And, and, and for businesses in the village, contact our code officer. Um, there's there's a step we ask you to do. You you describe what you're going to do and how it benefits the community that you'll have this done. Um, and we really think that helped us get the first round because everybody was very expressive on how they thought it, they were a part of the community and it made it the community better because they were better. Um, and this round does include um, businesses in the towns, but now you have to go through the towns to get it. You don't come through the village. So you would have to contact uh, the town of Lysander if you're obviously it's it they call them Main Street. So they're I think any I'm trying to think of what Main Streets Lysander would have mostly right there on 31. You yeah. know the, uh, the dog care place all the way through you know through past the Sunshine Market or whatever. And there's really other than that, there's not a business district in Lysander that I'm aware of. But Van Buren obviously has more. I mean, you have all Seneca Knolls, that strip of businesses, um, anywhere along 48 and uh, maybe on the Jones Road a little bit. Uh, but you have to be, you know, you can't be opening a business out in the country on a dirt road. They're not, they're, they're looking for something that's going to be visible. Yeah. They, they want to be, they want the money that is being spent by the county to be something that can be seen by the public. Um, it's kind of like the federal stimulus stuff that we are working on making sure that, you know, we're, we're ready to handle is they don't want you to put that money in the bank and lower taxes. They want you to spend that money because they want construction people working. Yes. They want architects working, you know, they want that and they're, they're paying taxes on the money they make. So now that it's like some of that cycles back into the tax roles and you know we're happy to be a part of it um but it, you have to make sure you adhere to certain rules because you can't just do anything um right. but we have some pretty good ideas on where to spend some of the money we're going to be getting and, and it's over two years so that we'll, we can do some this year and then now when we're doing the budget for next year we can we know how much money we'll have and we can include it um so it's exciting and it's also um a little overwhelming uh, the amounts of money that people are getting, and but it's for big projects that you thought you had no chance to get done for a while. Hey, we maybe we'll get them done. Look at look at my building. Case in point, I was part of the the first one, and I thought it would take me five years to get that clock working. And the clock works, and you know we fixed some problems that the building had. So that I think it's great that the county offers the Main Street Grant Program. And I think you know. The sports bowl looks terrific. Oh yeah. Um, yep. Gary was thrilled that, that they they chose to be in front of him 
his place. And I was explaining to a couple of county people, I said, this used to have a kind of a garish, I don't know, it was a purplish blue, it was really, you know, disco-ish looking. And now it fits in with our color scheme. I'm sure they went in front of the ARB to get the right colors. And uh, it's it's very attractive. And, uh, you know, and I know Gary did a lot of the work himself, which made it even more attractive to, to us to know that not only did he do it, but he, he could do it with his own hands and uh well he's so he a contractor because you do have to have a contractor doing it but gary is a contractor a contractor right and uh and it, and i explained to people i said we we didn't get all, all of them finished this year yet because it was a huge problem trying to find contractors because of the covid people didn't want to work they were afraid they'd get sick um you know it was hard to have somebody a staff sitting around hoping something like this would come up. So you say, well, we're just not going to do anything for a month. And and then when it came time when you could do stuff, everybody wanted them. Uh, and, you you know, you want people you trust. You don't want to just, you know, stab in the phone book and say, oh, I'll call them up and see what they do. You know, we have people like Brian King locally who people seem to have a lot of faith in. Um, everybody wanted him for everything. And I'm sure he would have loved to have been able to do it all. But fortunately, he got yours done. You got yes. him. You got it early. I got you, him early. I grabbed him before anybody else could possibly grab that. <laughs> and that, it worked out. We had a Christmas tree on the roof, and then That's it all sweet. worked out. So, And uh, I had a nice talk with Lauren yesterday. She's she's uh, fitting in very nicely in that chamber role. Um, she had sent me a message that uh, some of the boaters have asked when the when the uh, volunteer or the visitor centers closed, could there be access to some of the brochures? So she's looking for some sort of a shelf type thing where she can stick some of the major brochures in. You know, there's always the fear that the people who wander through with nothing good in intended, right. see them and they'll all end up in the river and, and we'll have a mess. Uh, but, I, but I talked to her and she's, um, very involved in a lot of different things right now. And I said, you got the perfect personality. This job needs somebody, you know, aggressive and, and uh, learns a go-getter. She uh, definitely is. And so it's nice to, to know, and I hope she doesn't burn herself out because I know she doesn't just do that. I mean, she's, she does a lot of stuff and, uh, but she's always fun to talk with and uh, easy to talk, very cooperative. So, you know, this has been a nice transition and I hope it works well for her. Um, I don't have anything else to mention. Um, I know that uh, Chuck McAuliffe had mentioned before that um, people should check out the wall where the boats are, that because of the Canadian, uh, they're being a lot tighter with the virus stuff. They, they, I don't even know if they've opened up the country yet for Canadians to come back that were caught outside. I know that the baseball team is talking about the end of the month, maybe being able to finally play in Toronto again. Um, but there's a loop that they do that goes from through the Great Lakes to Chicago and they end up working their way down the Mississippi, out into the Gulf, around Florida, and then back up to New York Harbor and up the Hudson. And, you know, and there's this nice big loop that, that bigger boats like to do. And apparently some of the waters that are where you go, that it's 
you actually have to dock in Canada. That's apparently been closed. So they more of them have been coming down this way from uh, from Oswego, and then they're going to go west um, through the canal. And Chuck said, "Boy, there's some big boats over there." And I, I I drive by anytime I'm out. I try to go down River Street so I can see who's parked. And uh, if anybody's around, those people are usually the nicest people. So if you're looking for something to do, you're walking, walk up there and ask them where they're from. Uh, usually have some good stories uh, about their travels. And uh, it's one of the real things that makes it fun to live in Baldwin. So I think to see boats and you just don't know where they're from. Uh, you know, oh, we were at the Bahamas and, and then we came up through the intercoastal waterway and, and we're going to wind up in New Orleans and, uh, Wow, you know the, the old magic of the river, and and these people are living. You know, they're all retired, just about. And, yeah. and you can usually see when they're walking on the streets. You can see those are boat people, as <laughs> they just look. You know, they're walking different, and they're they're looking around and like they don't know where they are for sure. And uh, so I hope our businesses enjoy having some new new business, and are nice to our boat people, and. Uh, Hope everybody's enjoying summer. And yeah, well, I definitely am. I'm just happy that things have opened up just a little bit. You know, and talking to Bob, really, the middle of May to the end of May, they really lifted a lot of the restrictions, and um, and so far, so you know, so far, so good. Everyone still seems to be staying healthy and and enjoying it. But I did tell someone this morning, I feel like I live in Florida because every day we're getting a little bit of rain. Isn't that Florida weather? It's weird. <laughs> it's yeah. weird. I like it for my garden and I don't have to water some of the outside hanging plants, you know, that are out in the, on the side of the shed and stuff, but it's not good for like garden plants, you know, vegetables because too much rain, they end up getting rot and stuff. And, you know, you have to worry about that. So, and the weeds grow like crazy. when uh, That's my next venture today is to get out and pull weeds. Yeah. Well, when you run out of weeds at your house, feel free to walk down to mine because there's some. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I tried. All right, Mayor. Well, you enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs> Thanks okay. Again. Be good. You too. Bye. Bye bye.